Michelle, girl. Hi. I am so excited about today's show. Me too. We have one of my favorite singers ever in the entire world. He's here. Yes, he is. And you know, it took him long enough to get here. Adam Lambert. Adam here. Lambert is here. Thank you for having me. Oh Thank my you. goodness. That 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 first album, it is a masterpiece. Do you realize Thanks. that? Every Thank song you. on there is brilliant. Thank you. And when I first met you, I, I walked up to you and I said, um, um, and I'm gonna get this wrong, but um, you made me want to love music again. What's the name oh, of that's, that? Yeah, that's the the first song. What's it yeah, called? Uh, What's it made me want to listen to music again. Yeah, I said yeah. I said to him, I said you make me want to listen to music again. <laughs> I, I, was ga- I was gagged Were too because I was. I I grew up watching watching you on VH1, watching right. the talk show, like as a young little closeted Jewy ginger. <laughs> Jewy yeah. ginger. And so that I was, was a so ginger surreal. then too. Most people don't know that your hair is red. Yeah, because you like, you dye you dye it black. It's not like an Ed Sheeran red though. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's uh-huh. like a like um a, like a toasted. Almond mm. latte spice oh, chai. Oh, I'll yes. have two of yeah. those. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, and you grew up in San Diego. I did. Yeah. What part of town? Uh, North County. North County. Yeah, like inland North like County. Vista. Ran- no. Rancho Penasquitos. Oh, Rancho Penasquitos. Yes. Near in Escondido. Your penis, yes. As they, they used to call us. Is that near Escondido? Kind of. Yeah. It's like fifteen yeah. minutes south yeah. of there. Because yeah. I, uh, I'm from San Diego, but I'm from Southeast San Diego, which is near, um, like Lemon Grove. Li- near Lemon Grove. Right. Yes. But, My dad uh, lives in uh, South Park now. In South, where is South Park? Or North Park? North South Park. Park? What North Park. South Park, South Park is a TV a show. Yeah, yeah, is there really North, North Park, South, East, West. North Park. But and that's a very, it used to be very gay when I was growing up. North Park. I think Park. it's gayer. Is it gayer? It's gayer. Yeah, is that there, possible? It's like, it's all gentrified and it's like cleaning up. It's very hippie, like yeah. So it's yoga. the place to go. Yeah. Is your father gay? Nope. Nope. I don't think so. And questioning? I don't. I definitely don't think so. He lives with a woman. He's very comfortable with me. Is she being a biological gay. woman? She's a biological woman. Yes, a cis female. Do you get along with him? Yes. Yes. And I do. where I do you get him. where do you get the voice? I don't know. Neither one of them sing. My parents, but they both love music. Yeah. My dad was a a, a college radio DJ. Mm-hmm. Oh, what college? So had, Did you see from San Diego? It, no, it it was all like Vermont. So uh-huh. My mom's from Jersey. Yeah. Uh, and so he had a big vinyl. And it was wow. all like 70 centric kind of stuff. Right. How old are you? I'm 35. Oh, 35. I thought you were younger. So that's where thank you're you. Oh, oh, no, <laughs> thank you, Rue. No, I, no, I just you, know that. Like, like, I, visually, I thought you were. Yeah. Visually. No, yeah. no, no, no. I thought you were younger because I, yeah, I, I thought you were just. How old a child. were you on Idol? I was 27. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought you were younger. I really did. Well, thank you. you well, no, no, I'll, I'll take like, that. No, absolutely. <laughs> so when did they discover you knew how to sing? Who discovered? Your parents or you? I mean, I was like a real hyper kid. You know what I mean? Like I had a lot of lot of things to say, a lot to do. Um, and so they put me in a theater group yeah. when I was like 10. Theater and, group at 10? Yeah, and it, 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 it like stuck. Because I tried every activity. And it was like we, sports, they put me in. Sports and more sports. And <laughs> Do they ever like, put, this isn't sticking. No. Do they ever put you in a straight jacket? Uh, no, no. I might have designed one myself. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, never, never thought I was nuts. Yeah. And so, okay, so you're 10 years old, you're hyper, they put you in theater. And they obviously thought of something to put you. Parents don't normally put their kids in theater. So you must have been singing or being dramatic or something around the house. I mean, I think it was kind of a unicorn at that age. Yeah. So, like, they, yeah. they kind of figured it out. I mean, I've talked to them since, and they're like, yeah, you were pretty, like, Flamboyant, like yeah. at you know six, so yeah. they kind of figured it out. Right yeah. at six, yeah, yeah. Your brothers and sisters, yeah, younger brother, a younger brother, Three years younger. Does he does he have a voice? No, he does not sing. Really? But he's also he's a he's a music lover and he's very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Sometimes too intelligent. I'm like, okay, all right. Because <laughs> the thing is that you don't you don't just have a voice. You have a fine tuned instrument that. Very few people on this planet have. Did that, was that developed or was that always there? That thing where you could go, that that ah! thing that you do, that yeah. thing. I was saying like high and loud. If yeah. That's what you mean. Yes. I mean, it got, it, it started out a bit like brash, I think, but I think it got better over the years. Oh, honey. I mean, I. <laughs> oh, honey. But I go, but I'm like my own worst critic. Like, oh, please. I'm, Get over that, please. I know, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm, I'm much more adjusted than I was 10 honey, years ago. You performed yeah. with Queen. And before we start talking about all that, I'm just going to say, for your knowledge, there's no way that any of them would have let you fill the shoes of one Freddie Mercury <laughs> mm-hmm. if you were not vocally ready or able to. Oh, thank you. Yes, I, I, I was. But the first day of that, I literally was ter- I was terrified. Of I was terrified. It was 
nine days of rehearsal to learn a two-hour show. Oh, my God. You know, and I know that. Is that a lot? That's not a lot. No, that's not, that's a, not lot. a lot. Yeah. It wasn't a lot for me yeah. because I knew all the big hits, but to be totally candid, I, I wasn't like a diehard, sure. know all the B-sides kind of guy. Right, right. With Queen. So I had to learn a lot of music. Like, Even learning Bohemian days. Rhapsody is, is a saga. That would take me a month oh my God. to learn. That's the one that, the one part that we don't do live, is that middle opera section. Oh, yeah. right, right. Because well, what, what the fuck? Yeah, because exactly. now, there was talk after you were on Idol, there was talk for you to join the band, but I don't think you went into that immediately. Right. When did you finally say I'm going to do the Queen, uh, uh, the Queen tour? They after my first album and first tour, there was an opportunity to go perform with them in Europe mm-hmm. at the MTV VMAs, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, of course, and mm-hmm. I did it, and it felt so good, and they were so sweet, mm-hmm. and it just sort of snowballed from there, kind of organically. It was like, oh, okay, why don't we do a show over here, and hey, why don't we do like six shows in mm-hmm. Eastern Europe, and one thing led to another, and then it landed us with a world tour. Wow, and that, started that, in the states, yeah. And that was just last year, the world tour. No, the world tour started. The, the U.S. first U.S. tour we did was three or four years ago now. Mm-hmm. I think four. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, and then we kind of did a bunch of other regions after that, and then went back and did European festivals, and we've done Asia now. We did Israel last year, which oh, was wild. Cool. Oh, so cool. Yeah. And and now we're gonna do it again. You can starting in June. Yeah. Starting in June. Yeah. All over the world. We're gonna do. So far, it's just the the North America. I can't say anything. Yeah, don't say anything. <laughs> Are you going to record an album with them? I don't think there's any plans right now to do one with them. Uh, Brian came on and, and performed uh, on a track of mine on the last album I did. Yeah. So it's Brian always May like, from yes, Queen. Yes, um, played an amazing guitar solo. Um, I don't know. It's like we keep getting asked that in every interview, and we're mm-hmm. always like, uh, "Are we?" Right. Right. You know. Awkward. It's, it's well. It's like just like, there, what, like would what, it what do we do? Would it be called Queen? What would it be? Right. Queen featuring Adam featuring, Lambert. Probably, probably. Yeah. But then yeah. it, it's probably more of a a, a video, a music video event or a TV special. That way, you don't have to worry about records because who knows what happens with recorded music. But if it's a visual odyssey, then it's something <laughs> that you know. That could be commercial. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. We did we did a DVD of our show in Asia, in Japan, which I think should be out any day now mm-hmm. or soon. It, you know, the thing with them, too, is that it's like it scares me to go and put out a song as Queen. I feel like they have, like, a legacy that, like, I don't yeah. really want to touch sure. except for recreating it on stage. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like... You don't have tricky. to. You don't have to. It's just, you know, um, we, uh, you know, uh, the, you're looking at the agency of uh, <laughs> Shoe Pack and Charles over here. We're trying to figure out some uh When are we going to put this Joey Ginger? So that's it. <laughs> what are we going to do with him? Come on. Oi, Gavolf. So, now, um, after you left Idol, you did... Um, um, it's, been th- it's been three solo albums, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, been yeah. three. And I'm working on number four right now. Four right yeah. now. Because yeah. you were initially on RCA, Sony. Is mm-hmm. that what that is mm-hmm. now? Because I can't keep up did with the Did they have labels. to own uh, you, too? I mean, you came in second to... Chris Allen, was, mm-hmm. which was the most ridiculous thing ever. No disrespect, but you absolutely, it was so obvious that you were winning that from day one. Well, but, you know, even though he didn't win, he did win. Or, uh, exactly. Yeah. I didn't finish, but that's exactly what the point was. That's There's how I feel not about many it, yeah. that we remember. There aren't many. There aren't many that and we remember. And especially the winners. We remember you, we remember Kelly Clarkson, and we remember. Uh, a Fantasia. We remember Baby Mama. And the blonde Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Who was the blonde Number five. Yeah. Uh, Carrie Underwood. Thank you, Carrie yes. Underwood. Right. Yeah. And the old Daughtry made noise for a little bit. Yeah. Huh? Oh, Daughtry, Chris yes, Daughtry. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Let me think. Yeah, kind of, commercially, those are the, that's what I'm talking about. the ones that kind of... Everybody has right. their own fans, but sure. really, yeah. you know, there's some great voices that came out of there over the years, but commercially, that's really it. Yeah. And then there was a point where, like, after my season, there were a couple, like, really good singers that yeah. just sort of got ignored and yeah. didn't... It was like, Why do you think on? that is? Why do you think that is? Oh, there's so many reasons. I, I think the formula got tiresome for the audience, mm-hmm. you know? I think people kind of just knew what And then other was. competitions came on. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And you mm-hmm. started realizing there's an influx of amazingly talented people yeah. who are going nowhere. They're, these These shows... Don't do anything for I know, it's I, I love watching The Voice, but it's and there's such great talent. So good! My, one of my best friends won last year, Alison Porter. Oh, she's she amazing! I love her, but yes. it's tough. It's a tough thing to connect to a commercial audience because I think everybody just thinks of it as a TV show now. Right, well, not right. only that, a voice, a great voice is a lot easier to come by, we're finding out, than people knew. But that doesn't mean they're stars. 
Star quality, that's the other that's thing. It. That's yeah. the other thing. Why do you think you stuck? Uh, in people's consciousness. Because <laughs> uh, I was going at it like all guns blazing, probably. But, I think, but you would see, uh, they all go at it. But what is it? What's that extra element that has allowed you to stay in the public know. I consciousness? I, I mean... I mean, I guess I would have to be even more self-aware to figure that out. But I, I think because I'm, I'm different, maybe, maybe because mm. I was something, something that they hadn't seen before on the show. I'll tell you, you you're know? over here at Supac and Charles. I'll tell <laughs> you what you got, kiddo. You got, got pizzazz. You've got star quality. Yeah, you got it, kiddo. kid. Moxie, Moxie. That's what they call <laughs> it. There was Clay Aiken too. Oh, Clay Aiken. Yes, and, yes. And, and Catherine McPhee and some other ones. But yeah, she did well. Yeah. Speaking about flamboyancy, Clay Aiken. Come on. You but know, was he flamboyant at the time? It, well, he I mean, was, but he just wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. He was, to our generation, what Barry Manilow was to the 70s. Oh, girl. No, that's not meant cool. to be shady. It's to be, like, we knew, but nobody wants to and say anything. he just came yeah. out. I know, I know. Bless him. So happy. Le- fine. But you were there the whole time, like, yeah, so what, Anne? But, but to be fair, you weren't out either on the show. I was out. Somebody, they just never asked me about it. They wouldn't talk about it. Well, no one asked me. It never came. It literally, I, it's a funny well, thing when to talk would about. They? When would they? Well, Okay, if I'd been like in a relationship, for example, and my partner had been sitting in the audience, right. that probably would have been the moment to be like his partner. Mm-hmm. Right. And truthfully, week to week, I just had whatever boy I was trying to sleep with in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come to my show? Yeah. My TV? No. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get me laid, you know? Uh-huh. And so, you know, I was a bachelor, so there wasn't really anything they could like build up. Yeah. I don't know. It's It was sort of like it, it just didn't come up. I was out and open with everybody. I was I'm so they weren't always boy crazy. I was to. like, oh, he's cute. And I would uh-huh. be talking and open. Mm-hmm. All right, good. Mm-hmm. No one ever said don't. Good. And, you know, I guess I guess I didn't wave the banner. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. proclaim. And I suppose that's considered not being out. But I was out since I was 18. And not to right. mention. And I was 27. Visually, it was. Like, girl, yeah, I was, was like Liberace. doing my shit. Yeah. And yeah. for every show, you wore a cock ring. Is that right? Yeah. Definitely. Yes. It helps the notes go yes! up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's what I thought. Yes! That's why I wear mine. <laughs> so we've got Adam Lambert here. It's so much to talk about. My God, your journey. You, um, you. So you're an RCA, but you're on Warner Brothers now. Is yes. that right? Yes, I jumped ship. And and after with your contract with American Idol, how many albums were you owed to them? Two. Oh man, I don't even. Th- that deal got. Turned around and inside out with different negotiations and things. I mean, it's it's complicated. It's yeah. so complicated. And, and to be totally honest with you, I love singing. I love making music. I love performing for people. But the music industry is a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. anybody that says otherwise, yeah. yeah, you know, it's awful. It's hard. Yeah. And the music industry is scared because they're not making the money that they used to make. And, and it's tricky. It is tricky. But I keep telling myself, listen, I'm really lucky. I get to make music. Mm-hmm. I, I have a platform to, like, share music with people. Keep going. Yeah. But when it comes to the business stuff, it, it gets exhausting. It's and good. depressing. It is very depressing. We've got Adam Lambert. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back after this. Girl, people are making some cash money as Lyft drivers. Really? Yes, they are, honey. It is so easy to do. If you have a car, you just put some gas in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, uh, yes, you well, everybody knows Lyft is the ride sharing app that lets you be your own boss. You pick your own hours, you earn up to $1,500 a week what? driving your own car. I'm going to drive my car anyway. You know what I'm saying? And we have a special offer for you. Sign up today at Lyft.com. That's Lyft with a Y, you guys, dot com slash Rue. And by the way, that's L-Y-F-T. When I say Lyft with a Y, I don't want you doing L-I-F-T-Y. Like, <laughs> L-Y-F-T. Well, I'm glad you clarified because, you know, some people do. And then they'll yell at me saying, why you say put a Y? Yeah. (laughs) L-Y-F-T dot com slash R-U. And you'll get a $500 new driver bonus after you complete 100 rides within 30 days. And 100 rides ain't nothing. No, that's easy. You could do that. You could do that in one day. You could do that one day (laughs) if you get around. That's 500 bucks, you guys. Go to Lyft.com slash R-U. That's L-Y-F-T dot com slash are you hey michelle you know adam and eve is at it again girl you're saying those magic words yes naughty 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 Naughty. they have everything you need to spice things up in the bedroom or wherever you want to do something spicy um and then some Uh uh-huh the garage the roof 
um, the grocery store. The roof is on fire. That ain't the only thing on fire. <laughs> hey, if you and your lover want an adventurous new toy or an adult movie, you go to adamandeve.com. And for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. All right. So if you've been fantasizing about your you know, your lover doing something fun or adventurous or whatever you want to do, that's go check them out. Adam and Eve, adamandeve.com. We love them. Offer code RU. We've got Adam Lambert here. Oh my goodness, so much to talk about. I love your music so much. I got I got to go back to that first album, which I think is really a massive. Now, Lady Gaga wrote a song for that. Yeah. It did not end up on the album. No, it's on the album. It is. Yeah. Oh, it was the Pink album. The Pink song didn't end up on the album. No, the Pink wrote What Do You Want From Me? Oh my God, I love that song so much. Yeah, and Lady Gaga wrote Fever. She wrote Fever. Yeah. And we recorded it together in the studio. She Can you hear her vocals in there? No, she's not on the... Tr- oh, actually, the very beginning, that might be a pitched... When she goes, uh-huh. mine, mine. There's like uh-huh. a voice saying mine. That might be So hers. was she there like as a producer almost? Yeah. She, yeah. yeah, she sat there with Jeff Basker. And wow. we sat together and had a bottle of, of Jack. Uh, or no, it was a... Uh, we had a lot of whiskey. Was it... Have we had a or- lot of whiskey Orly? Yes, orally. Uh. Yes. Yeah. Now, <laughs> let's go back to this album because um, the cover, which is very oh, lady, Lord, the it's cover. very lady friendly, <laughs> and I loved it. And she's like, "Oh, child, oh." And you know that oh. hand is pulling up that yes, eye. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so did the record company say, "Um, okay, listen, they baby, did. Um, did they? Did we're they? not gonna go yeah. there." I got a call from the head, of, the head of the label. Is that, right uh, as, is that was women, at the time women, it was Barry Weiss oh Barry Weiss who's a lovely guy and very cool and mm-hmm. was actually very comfortable with me and mm-hmm. like was down with my sexuality didn't give it a shit mm-hmm. but he's like listen just from a marketing perspective who's the uh-huh. woman on the cover <laughs> <laughs> who is she <laughs> he was like he was like if I have to put this album on the shelves at Walmart Oh. It's going to be a little tough because you have a lot of fans, a broad range of fans after Idol, even dudes, you know, mm-hmm. like straight broy dudes because they like the rock thing. They're going to have a hard time picking up that album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I want to make a statement. I was very headstrong about yeah. my principles. Right. Um, and this was before releasing a first album. Right. How, what's, what sign are you? Aquarius. 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 Aqu- With an Aries moon. So like I hate being told what to Oh do. dear. Yeah. Oh yeah. So so you went out in the end. I did it. And I and I did a performance very shortly after on TV that was really I I, I had a point that I wanted to make. Um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was an adventure in in being polarizing and realizing that being polarizing in the pop world is tricky. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, honey. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's it was a it was a weird and that's ca- that's called for your consideration for your entertainment for your entertainment. I yeah. I retitled it. Um, I think <laughs> for I, your consideration. No, no, I retitled it um, for your entertainment. Entertainment. Yes, mm, yes. for your entertainment. <laughs> it's very taintful. It is an excellent album. If you guys out there have never heard it, 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 no, I'm not just no, I'm not just saying this. And I'm a music freak. I'm a music freak. It is an excellent album. Thank Every you. song on there is brilliant. I listen to it all the time still to this day so um um did you write any of the songs on there i wrote a little bit on that but it was so fast yeah it was because you know we came off the show we're on a big tour with the rest of the idols oh, and right. i had to like hustle this album together how yeah. did you put it together when you were on tour it was on tour i was recording i mean i was like in different dry. cities you'd stop and go to- uh, was, oh, my, my voice was toast but i was doing it because i yeah. wanted it and the the guy that did the a and r on the album um he pulled in the best favors ever who did the a and r um ashley newton uh-huh who's at columbia now i think and he he went and he like he asked favors of like some amazing writers mm-hmm. and I look at that list now and I'm like damn right damn yeah so it was really exciting to be a part of something that and and that those artists felt strongly enough about me to to lend me songs yeah you know it was a real compliment and then on the on the next record you did you do Max Martin and, and Doctor Luke. Max Martin did What Do You Want From Me on the first album. So that was sort of my introduction Max to him. Martin did What, what yeah. Do You Want? Yeah. He had, he had written it with Pink. Uh-huh. And then last minute she was like, I don't want this on my album. And so my label was like, you like the song? Yeah. And I said, yes. And he produced it? <laughs> yeah. Wow. One, we did it in one day during the tour wow. when I was in New York. That's, and what's what's his process like? What was he, he speaks English, right? He speaks great English. And he's yeah. hilarious. He's super dry. And yeah. Like kind of uh, very dry. You're talking about Max Martin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's brilliant. And yeah. he's very like disarming and kind of down to earth and 
but specific. Yeah. Uh, especially when it's a song that's already been written yes. and already been recorded. You know, a lot of people get that way with a demo. They they hear it a certain way. Sure. So he was really specific, but it was it was great. I mean, he he produced a great vocal for me, and the song became a hit. And I was like, ooh. Because the first song we put out, the first single was not a hit. What? Which one was that? The first single was For Your Entertainment. Oh, right, which yeah. Which was with Dr. Luke. Which that was, was super Dr. Luke. glam, like, So you shuffle. went to the top of the heap on your very first record. But that's yeah. what they do when they come off of Idol. They give them these big ones. Well, they wanted to give me, like, a lot of the, like, adult contemporaries. Oh, sort did of, they? Yeah, they want, you know, because that's, that's what easy for them. Uh, right, right. And that's sort of what Idol was was good but that's at. that's not who you mm-hmm. were. No, oh. and I've pushed really oh, they hard were pushing said, I want D- pop. I want to do a pop album. Yeah. So. They were pushing Diane Warren? She, I actually met her during that process. They didn't push her. They pushed like, I don't know, like a lot of the like kind of crossover-y pop rock, like. Oh, right. More like Penny the Daughtry Loggins. world. Like Daughtry. Yes. Like his uh-huh. kind of, yeah. like, Right. Yeah. And I was like, nah, you know, I want to do something a little more fabulous. I want to do something that they could play in clubs and stuff for my brothers and sisters. Yeah, but, yeah. You know? What other superstar producers are on that album? Um, Who else is on that album? Did, did Dr. Luke just do the one song? He did the one. Jeff Basker's on there. Linda Perry, I worked with her. Oh, oh, what song was that? Uh, Loaded Smile. Oh, yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. And she's, like, brilliant. Who else was on there? Uh, uh, Rivers Cuomo from Weezer. Um. And are you working on a new album right now? Yeah, yeah I am. And, what, and are there any superstar uh, people on there? Um, superstar? You know, this process is different this time because I, I I, did two and I did three and, and they were both their own process. You know, one, the second album, Trespassing, was me very much trying to be in control of the sound and style. Worked with Pharrell on that one. Mm-hmm. And... My A&R kind of was doing something different, and we didn't quite meet in the middle, so it was a bit of a scattered project. And then the third one, the one that came out with Ghost Town. Original, no, it's called... Uh, yeah, the Original High. Original High, yes. Yeah, the Ghost Town yes. one. That was all Max's baby. Mm-hmm. Like he executive produced the whole thing with all of his writers and his people. And now I'm just kind of experimenting. I want to do... First album? Yes. It was. That was my first album with one. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it's, a, it's, I mean, I feel like we're probably going to bore everybody at home with all these details, but it's. No, I think people are interested no, people in are, knowing. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's, even if you follow the music industry like we have, it's still so hard to keep up with and it. And now it's even more difficult. Back then, at least uh, my record deal was 89 in the early 90s. Everybody had a place, everybody had a label. There was no digital, none of this stuff mattered. Right. It just was what it was. Now, it must be so difficult to navigate any kind of landscape in the music industry. It, it's tricky because it's. I think the, the the streaming stuff is taking over. That's like the main hundred percent. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. Spotify's huge, mm-hmm. you know, and and Apple Music, Idol, and and now that that's in the driver's seat is the main way that people consume music. I think that it's giving the power back to people, which mm-hmm. is a good thing. It's giving fans a way to make something viral if they just like it. Right. So it's taking a lot of the politics out of the equation. However, now the radio is less powerful. The radio is looking at, at streaming to figure out what they should add to their playlist. So they add like 10 songs and that's it. Radio's irrelevant now. It's getting That's yeah, it's the scary way. thing. Yeah. Really. And, and if you think back, Rue, to when CDs came and how they revolutionized music listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was unbelievable. And now my kids are like, I'm not going to CD. Right. I'm not going <laughs> to bother with a CD. The only CDs we buy are like ones from the 40s and the 50s that we find at Goodwill. Like, sure. no joke, or used store. Wait, yeah. they had CDs in the 40s? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that kind of music. Yeah. Buddy oh, boy, you. So what, what are you listening, on the way here to, today, what were you listening to in the car? I actually was silent on the drive here, because it it's, it's down the street, I'm not far from you, and I yeah. had to like, I was kind of rushing, I was like, oh my yeah. God, I'm going to be late, and so I had to kind of zen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But what do you normally listen <laughs> yeah, to? Yeah, what's listen your go-to? Oh, I listen I listen to. I have a playlist on Spotify where if I hear something, I add it to my inspiration. See, there you playlist. go, Spotify. So you're a Spotifyer yes. too. Recently, uh-huh. for the longest, blast, yes. Excuse mm-hmm. me. I was doing like iTunes. I was doing. I was buying so much music, and just recently just. Right. Yeah. Because you could have it all on Spotify. I just never think of that. I buy the music. Yeah, I buy the music because I want to be able to control it, and I don't know if I'm going to have an internet uh, connection somewhere. Well, now Spotify has a thing where you can down you can download your you can hard drive it. 
You don't oh, have to have like oh God. It's game changer, motherfuckers. Yeah, well, I talk about power to the people, but what about the coins for the artists? Well, well that's, that's the, the thing. that's the problem is that it's because there's less money going to the labels. There's less money going to the artists, and yeah, but obviously Spotify and Pandora and all them pay for X amount of rights to yeah, do it. Yeah, right? but they give you like like a like a fifth Minuscule. of a nickel. For yeah, one pl- hair. Yeah, it's like nothing. A fifth of a nickel. Oh if, my god! And that's only if you a wrote buffalo it. nickel. Yeah. You didn't write it, and you're just the artist. Right. It's shit. And then you know, for someone like me, who I I have the record company, you know, shoot Pack and Charles over that's here. Surprise! <laughs> the record company gets a little bit. If you own the master, you get a little bit yeah. more money too. But um, making that kind of agreement is. It's tough. The thing is, though, it's all in the touring. It's in the touring so, and the merchandise. Is that you saying this? I've always said this, and 100%. I know I need to. I just, it's just, A, it's way hard. And then I have another job I do that, you know, that pays fine. <laughs> but, um, you know, I do it for 30 years. Yeah. 30 years. I don't want to do it. Yeah, it's a lot. It's too much. It's a lot. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> How do you keep your head on your shoulders when you're on tour uh, like that? A good chiropractor? Uh-huh. That's a start. Know. I mean, I don't know. It's You just kind of do it. When you get on stage, that yeah. thing, that adrenaline that you get is yeah. so worth it. It's like a drug. And then as soon as you get off- That's what I've been telling them! Well, and then as soon as you get off stage- You back pass up, out. We'll back up to that coffee in them, honey. That's it. Back it Because, the head. because uh, <laughs> you're going to need a little something extra. And it'll work. Yeah. Listen it up. Yeah. Uh, do, do you- Are you a wild child on the road? Kind of, but I- yeah, I mean, I like to party, I, uh, you know, but I, I also am starting to see how, like, at 35, I'm like, you can't really do it like you used to do it. Yeah, yeah. You just have to face the music. Like, guess what? This is not the same. You're 35 is, a, is 35 the, is the that, moment. Yeah. That's the this, moment. And this year, it's very interesting because not only with partying, but just everything. I'm, I'm, I'm in a great place, but I'm mm-hmm. in an entirely new place that I cannot figure out. And I'm yeah. okay with it. And you will. This is a thing. Life happens in sevens. Uh, 14, yes. uh, 28, 100%. 35. And uh, and it's just a recalibration. It's not, you know, it's not it's terrible. It's not a winning or losing. It's yeah. a figuring out moment. Shifting. Yeah. Yeah, new chapter. I feel yeah. that in so many different ways. And I'm excited to, to learn and to discover what it is that I'm moving towards. Mm-hmm. But I haven't figured it out 35 yet. 35 is also the age where you go, oh, that voice just Young, yeah, I'm, I'm mm. finally getting there yeah, on that because exactly. I like them young, and so I'm finally I like, I did too. Oh, yeah, no, you're really, oh. yeah. yeah. 21 just doesn't work anymore. No, the conversations are a little like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, but how do you how do you make sure that people aren't just wanting to? Does it bother you that some people want to get to know you because you're famous? You know, in the beginning, that was a mind fuck for me. All of that, uh, and it made me really uncomfortable. Um, I pretended like it, I was cool with it, but it, it, it was weird, you know? It was very strange. And I've always been pretty social, but I'm also kind of... I, I have some social anxieties, too, built in. Mm. And so that just elevated it. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but now I kind of look at it like, you know what? You know, you know who told me this? My good friend, Megan Brooks, who is mm-hmm. a fabled drag queen of L.A., who has mm-hmm. disappeared. She's no longer doing drag, so she's no longer making. Oh, drugs. I thought this was like an mm. APB that we were putting. Mm. No, no, no. Mm. <laughs> okay. She's she's relocated and restarted her life as something totally Good for different. Her. The Whitney yeah. Whitney Protection Program. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I mean, she is in Atlanta, so it's like. Okay. Kind of, oh yeah. my god, uh, that's true. Yeah, but it, but she he he was a he at the time. He told me he's like, you know what, Adam? I just feel like yeah, all that's true, but at this point, this is. This is just all of who you are. You're this guy, and this is what you're about. This is your personality, and this is your job, and these are your, you know, circumstances, and this is what you do, and it's a complete thing. And if someone likes it, they, they're not cutting it up like a pie trying to tell you which part they're interested in. Mm-hmm. They're just into something. Yeah, but there are other elements to it where True. people want to get in the inner circle to, and whether you can trust them, whether they're going to sell your secrets or whether they're going to take pictures of you on the commode or, you True. know. And I've been paranoid from time to time, but I also realize I'm a solid C-list celebrity. <laughs> what? I'm yeah. like a C-list plus, so I'm cool. I'm actually like, I don't get a lot of like crazy crazy. I get like, like, Base level, do you get sometimes the, crazy. The fan Burts. Sorry, I have, I do have Glam Burts. Yes, uh-huh. and I, I just had to say fan instead of Glam. Wait, yeah. Glam Burts are the name of your fans. Yeah, yeah. How did the whole uh, Raja? How did you meet Raja? I met Raja. Raja. Um, I met her years ago doing being out in clubs in L.A. because I've been in a lot of clubs for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, 
And then she ended up doing makeup for my first tour. Yes. And left mid-tour to go film. To go do yeah. Drag Race. Yeah. Right, right. We've got Adam Lambert. We're going to take a quick break, but we've got so many questions to ask. <laughs> I just Top you, or bottom? Uh, oh, Michelle. Feminine top. Hey. <laughs> what you got? I'm a hungry bottom. Oh, my God. Uh, Butch we, is all fuck. <laughs> we will be right back. <laughs> hey, Michelle, a lot of people are looking for extra cash. Uh, you see me hanging outside the Abbey tricking, don't you? <laughs> There's a reason for that, room. Well, listen, Michelle, I'm here to tell you there's an easier way. You know, if you go to lyft.com, L-Y-F-T dot com, you can apply to become a driver for Lyft and make a lot of money. Some people make up to, you know, $1,500 a day. What? Yes, honey. Shut your mouth. I'm, I'm telling the truth. Because at the end of the day, you're driving everywhere anyway. Sure. Why, and your friend's all calling up saying, can you give me a ride? Can you give me a ride? Uh-huh. I'm going to charge their asses. Why not? Do it, it. Do it. Legally do it with... With Lyft. Unlike other rideshare apps, Lyft has a tip button in the app, so users actually tip. And with Lyft drivers, they get to keep 100% of the tips. With Lyft, you don't wait for paychecks. With Express Pay, once you have over 35 bucks in your account, you can cash out at any time. And like I said, I'm going to say it again, you keep 100% of the tips, and they add up fast, you guys. Drivers have been paid over $200 million since the feature was first introduced. Let me wow. just say that drivers collectively, not one. Yes, right, right, right. right. <laughs> over yes. $200 million. Lyft has even taken the guesswork out of pickups. The new AMP device uses color coding to help passengers find their drivers. That is brilliant. I love Lyft. I love the whole concept of Lyft. You know, you need to go across town. You don't want to find parking. You don't want to do it. Why not call Lyft? And if you need extra money, become a Lyft driver. And it's the prettiest color in the world. Hot pink. It really, really is. It's, I love it. I love Lyft so much, and I love that hot pink. And we have a special offer for you right here at What's the Tea. Sign up today at lyft.com slash rue, and you will get a $500 new driver bonus after you complete 100 rides within 30 days. Y'all, I do that in one night with my tricks. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> well, you've got kids. You're carting kids around all the time. Kids, tricks, same thing. Yeah, you know you know what I mean. So, But you could do it legitimately for Lyft and make all that money. Absolutely. It's so easy, you guys. $500. Go right now to lift.com slash RU and get your monies. We are back with Adam Lambert. You were talking about Raja before the break. Uh, I, and you all in uh, podcast land know Raja was our season three winner. Oh my God, do you remember that? I got it because season three was when you came. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so That's I remember the real that. Season one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Raja would do your makeup, but did you not know how to do makeup before? I've always loved doing makeup yeah. and, and dressing up and all that. I did a lot of it myself, but I just wanted somebody to be there to handle it so I didn't have to stress. Yeah. What's Raja like on the road? He was incredible. I mean, Sutan, as you know, as mm-hmm. I know him dearly, and he is just so lovely. I mean, mm-hmm. you know this. He's mm-hmm. very wise. He's been around. He's seen things. He's got a real sense of people. And he was really important for me because I was kind of a nutbag at that point. Mm. It was all so new and it was all very overwhelming and it was a lot. I mean, like some of these young kids that win Drag Race their first Mm -hmm. year out is probably a bit nuts, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of felt like that. Well, what advice would you have for people who have just gone through the ringer and have become famous overnight? I mean, try to figure out ways to keep your feet on the ground. And that's easier said than done. Any suggestions how to? Family, friends? Talk about how you feel. Talk, talk, talk. Share. Have a support system. Have somebody in your life who tells you the truth. Yes. Truth is important. Very important. That would give you a little read from time to time. And that was definitely Raja. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> of course. In a was. very sensitive mothering way. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, would you, Could you listen to the advice? Oh, yeah. Could you, you could. hear it? Yes. I mean, she was one of the only people on that tour that I felt like I could like talk to. I was going to get some like real tea. That's great. Now, this wasn't the idol tour. This was your own tour. Yes. Right. It was like her and then I had two dancers that I was really tight with. You mean dancers, right? Dancers. Yes. Dom. yes. Yeah. Brooke and Terrence who are like still to this day some of my best friends. So. Uh-huh. And was it, did you have a backing band or was it a track show? I had a band, yeah. How many dates did you do? I don't know how long we were on tour of that first one. It was like we did the U.S. and then we went and we did Europe. So it, all in all, I think it was over the course of like five months. So it was yeah. Idol show, right into Idol tour, right, right into, into album, Adam album and album promo, and then right into a tour. Wow, yeah. wow, that's pretty amazing. It was a long. That's yeah. like two years nonstop. I was totally fried. Yeah, I know. I can. I and can like imagine. Cuckoo. Yeah. And how did your voice hold up through all? It of was that? barely getting. It was getting by, and I was drinking way. 
Wow. Lord, I was drinking too much. Orally. It's oh. <laughs> a novel. Uh, yeah. We always opt for the anal option. What, is this like a trend? Is Are people actually doing that? <laughs> well, actually, they do. In I mean, colleges. I've heard of this, yeah. like the, the jello, soaking the tampon in it. Well, oh, the tampon, too, yeah. But they do like um, shots, so they'll go and instead of on a keg stand, they'll go up in Shut the air. Up. Bottoms up <laughs> and vagina, right in. Oh, oh, BJ. Yep. Wow, right oh, that. that's a Vodka. party trick, right in. Yeah, mainlining. Yeah, that's it. Uh huh. Yep. Wow, I yep. love that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there's always, you know, that's the thing is, that, you know, I, I, I we, I, you know, the, the whole drug alcohol storyline is a trap that a lot of people fall into because you just need a little relief. Yeah. For me, you know, these days it's a bag of uh, Frito Frito-Lay, Frito-Lays. You know, I love that. I like the barbecue ones. I don't like barbecue <laughs> ones. I like regular Frito Fritos. Do you like spicy, hot no. Cheetos? Flaming no, no. hot? No, no, no. You see kids around the neighborhood. They're, 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 they're following their mother and they got With a big bag. The red fingers. And this. I, I hate that stuff. It's... Delicious. I just like see. That's the problem of of being in um on the road for that long yeah. is falling into those kinds of traps, and How it's such you, a cycle too. Such a cycle. It, you, like, you feel like you deserve it. Yes, yes. and it's a and you start real. You start depending on that sensation while you're performing. Yes, because I would drink during the show. Oh, really? And I still do. Don't uh-huh. get me wrong. But you I love just it. don't pound it anymore. Uh, well, okay. From <laughs> time to time, Adam gets pounded. Uh, Adam pounds. Uh-huh. <laughs> really, during the show. Yeah, I like to drink during the show. Do you think that that's going to continue on for the rest of your life, Judy well, Garland? No. no. <laughs> My dandies, huh? <laughs> I feel like it's, I feel like there are, I've gotten a lot more balanced with it than I used to be. Yeah. Um, In what way? Because it doesn't less, sound like it. Less. less. You're not less. drinking Moderation. out of the bottle anymore. Right. You're now measuring not out the shot. Not on stage. Not on stage. I mean, I'm like, I think I'm a functioning alcoholic. Yeah. I function. Everything gets done. Did sure. you know? today? No. Okay. No. Well, no. And I do not need to drink every day. Right. Okay, good. So weed, on the out. other hand, is a whole other thing. Yeah, right, right. Lord, that's I'm kind of a new, stoner. But I know. The new, that's the new black. Is it? Weed is the new black. The weed is the new black because, like, everybody has come out as saying now that they smoke weed. A lot of people, yeah. Everybody. Especially now in California. We sure, just get well, it's legal. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe it seems that way because now the that taboo it's legal. Is, right. Yeah. Well, right. that's fine. That's fine. It's just, you know, if you're anything like me, you know, you can take it to the to the worst degree. You know, I was a wake and bake stoner. And yeah. it's and I was high, high functioning wake and bake. But at one point you have to say, well, what what am I trying to sort of. Uh, evade. Mm. What am I trying to push down? Well, and it's like a it's a real it's like a tipping point. Yes, because to a certain point, weed can trigger your creativity. Yes, and it can kind of like relax you or make you have a good time or enjoy things differently. But then there's that tipping point where it becomes so habitual that you're like dampening yourself. Well, that's the thing because is you yes. need it. The balance, yeah. the balance in life is the key to life. How do you find your balance? Do you have a spiritual program or? How do you find that balance? Uh, you know, that's that's the constant sort of exploration. I don't know. I'm, I'm I think I rationalize a lot with myself, mm. um, and I kind of I I'm somewhat hard on myself. I'm like, look, you can't do that today because you have to do this. Like, work is sort of my. But that doesn't sound hard on yourself. That sounds you're being strict with yourself because you're a professional and you want to get work done. Yeah, yeah. By I mean, saying, okay, you have to do this today, yeah. Adam. Don't go, you know, get drunk. That's not really. Yeah. And, 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 you know, honestly, it's like it's very social. Like, I don't drink to get drunk, but I definitely have gotten drunk plenty of times. And um, I don't know. You know, I think that's part of this thing at being 35 is that I for the longest time, if I had time off, especially after being on the road for forever and then coming home for oh three weeks, I have three weeks off. I'm at home. I want to go out. I want to party. I want to let loose. I want to socialize. I want to get laid, you know. But now I've been home for like six, about six months. And being 35 and kind of coming into this new chapter, I feel like, okay, you got to find something else to do for fun. Other this than... is kind of like getting kind of boring right, and predictable. Right. Do you think that everybody that smokes weed, <clears throat> I'm asking Rue and Adam, uh, that everybody, for the most part, I'm generalizing, obviously there's you know different things, but do you think they do it too? Evade something, avoid something. No, I don't think. I think initially you start off Soften because it's fun and it's and it's a little bit of an escape from all the Michigas out in the world and 
you know, the matrix. And then, um, you know, and it's kind of like a deferment layaway plan. So I used it for a long time, you know, to say, you know what, let me just put off all that craziness. But I used it past Mm -hmm. past the limit. And I ended up um, with bad credit, if you know what I mean. You know, it was just I and I was it was clear to me that I was trying to push down feelings. And because the last I smoked for 30 years, uh, the last 10 years of getting stoned, um, it wasn't fun anymore. Right. right. It wasn't but, anymore. But it still lasted ten years. Uh, ten more years because I didn't know fun. anything better to do until I found found something else and was forced into you know twelve uh, program yeah. and and then uh, you know into therapy and all that kind it's of stuff. It's the same thing I think with eating disorders in that sense that you get to a point where the food no longer tastes good. You're right. just doing it to feel right. emotional. Fill, fill. Well, it's like any. I mean, moderation is the key to everything, right? right? I right. Mean, well, they say, but it makes sense. You yeah. know, if I if when I travel. Especially internationally, I can't have weed, incognito. <laughs> Do you travel incognito? I mean, that's up to you. What do you uh-huh. think? I'm, I'm, I'm going to no. claim that. Say no. <laughs> Rachel Dull is all. Whatever you want me to be. <laughs> so when you travel, when you travel, you don't carry you a bale. No, of... no, obviously, I'm, you know, I don't want to get in trouble. I'm not right. Get it over there. Well, some places you can't get it, right? Mm-hmm. And right. so when I'm on the road doing promo or doing a tour like in Asia or in other yes, other countries, strict countries, I'm not going to find any. Yeah, and it's a good break. It's sure. a good break for me. And then I'll get to like week three and a half, and I'll be like, oh, well, you saw Midnight so Express. Aggro. You don't yeah. want to end up in no Turkish prison, right? Right. right. Turkish well, that's Turkish. when Turkish is Turkish prison. Yeah. Well, that's when gerbils come into the. Yes. Exactly. You know. No. This is the most important pressing question I have for you. Um, is that your real nose? Yes, it's gorgeous. It Thank is amazing. You, you know you. it's gorgeous, right? That's the I get compliments from drag queens more than anybody else. Yeah. They're like, God, your nose. It's yeah. gorgeous. Thank you. Thank and you. who did that come from? Your mom or your dad? I don't know. They both. My mom's Jewish, uh-huh. but it's not like a Jewy nose. Uh-huh. It's like sort of Jewish nose. Is it? Yeah. It's Elvis's nose after he got it done. Did he get his nose done? Oh, yes, honey. Really? Oh, yes. Oh, shit. Yes, Elvis guys, Marilyn got her nose done. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, it's gorgeous. My, da- my dad has good, my dad's side of the family has like a shorter nose, so it's probably from them, I think. Uh huh. Okay, so now um, after uh, I get, I think two thank years. You. You know, <laughs> By beautiful. the way, thank it you very much. Two years thank into you. your your fame, uh, they were you were photographed for about a year with this uh, with a boyfriend. Yeah, that you were together. Was it about a year? You guys were together? almost two. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, living wow. together. How like was... we were like totally lesbians right off the bat. Like we wow. moved right in. That's like fun. get the yeah. call you haul up yeah. and get uh... <laughs> get him in here. Yeah, it was it was we it <laughs> was very fun. strange because it happened without even. Talking about it and really understanding that it was happening. Mm-hmm. How did, how how were you able to maintain a, a, a relationship with newfound fame where there were photographers following you around everywhere? And touring everywhere. You know what was really cool is I met him in Finland mm-hmm. at a bar. He's in Finnish? Helsinki? Yes, mm-hmm. yes in Helsinki uh-huh. at a bar. He spoke hardly any English, which was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a great night. We met. And it wasn't even like a full one night stand. It was like a very sweet mm-hmm. first night thing. A lot of cuddling. Very no, it was mm-hmm. it, it mm-hmm. was I really sweet. Yeah, and kissing each other in mm-hmm. places. Um, mm-hmm. So we exchanged numbers, and oh god, he's gonna kill me. <laughs> um, we exchanged numbers and Facebook and everything, and I left because I was leaving in the morning, as you do on tour. Which is the worst thing about tours? Yeah. You can have amazing adventures and meet really cool people, but then you gotta go. And mm-hmm. beautiful hotel rooms that yeah. you don't get to appreciate. And then yeah. you can't like, oh, anyway, mm-hmm. that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. Um. And then a month later, I was doing press in Paris for the album. It was like my last bit of press that I had to do because we were just trying to do something in France. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, so so I called him and I said, look, I got two days of work and then I got the rest of the week off and I'm staying. And it was uh-huh. like winter it was snowing in Paris. Uh-huh. I said, do you want to come down here and hang out? And he said, OK. Uh-huh. And then he sent me, by the way, I won Big Brother. About five years ago. Oh, he did? In Helsinki, Big Brother? Yeah, Finnish Big Brother. Oh, my God. So then I was like going online and looking at his journey on Big Brother. I'm like, oh, he gets it. He gets, Uh even it's all relative. Mm -hmm. You know, Finland's not a huge paparazzi place. But people were looking. People were talking about him. Mm -hmm. He was known there. So I think that understanding helped us a lot. Mm -hmm. So he was on the cover with holding hands with you on the Helsinki Daily Mail. Yeah, he we were, yeah. Yeah. Our Uh first kiss leaving the bar was photographed. Oh, my God. Wow! Yeah, Easy. it's so just, weird. In France, in in Finland, or in, in Finland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Now, when you do a reality show and you're sent off on your own, do they have um, therapists or life coaches who tell you, okay, this is what you're going to, this is what you should expect. This is, these are the feelings you're going to feel. Now, I'm going to show you on the doll right now where you do not want <laughs> Did people he to touch you here. <laughs> <laughs> do they have that kind of a, a the think, psych center for? Yeah, I think they do. I think they, we got screened before. Before we go on to the show, you get psych a psych screen. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure there's people available. Yeah. He, I mean, he was, he, Solly's, that's his name, Solly. Mm-hmm. What was great about Solly is that he didn't really give a fuck. Mm-hmm. He was very like, I don't care, mm-hmm. which was good for me because I cared a little too much and was a little too worried about things and mm-hmm. he didn't worry at all. Mm-hmm. So it was a good partner. Just to like relax and not stress. Right, right. And sort of escape. It was beautiful. And you're when, still when, friends? We're definitely still friends. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. We see each other a couple times a year. Yeah. Talk all the time. Now, we're going to go to a quick break, but I want to ask too, um, you know, obviously you're a big star and does anybody advise you on how many people to hire? You know, when our girls leave our show, everybody's got an assistant. Everybody. Everybody. If you got kicked off the first you round, got you got an assistant. And you got an assistant. And you and get you an assistant. assistant. <laughs> Everybody gets an assistant. How many people do you, do they tell you, listen, kiddo, all these people you're hiring, you know, you're paying for this. Save your Is money. Is there anybody who says to you, kiddo, look, sit you down and say, don't spend, put some money here. Put some money there. Don't and buy the a house. I actually, could you guys do that for me? Because <laughs> I have a problem. I love to spend. Oh, really? I no, love it. it's I love being a consumer. Zone. I love it. Yeah, but what do you do with all the stuff? What do you do with all that stuff? It's, it's, it? The clothing is my main problem. Yeah. It's like the clothing budget is, it's out of control. Yeah. yeah. I can I imagine. Nice I want to talk about clothes with you in a yeah. minute. We're going to take a quick break. We've got Adam Lambert. We'll be right back <laughs> after this. You know, Michelle, Adam and Eve are saving lives. They're saving marriages. They're saving so many things. Boredom. Boredom. That's a great, great thing to say, to save and to, to keep away from, really. Yeah, I mean, you're sitting there and you're like, what am I going to do? I've watched all the TV shows. I've watched all my Netflix. Uh-huh. I've crocheted 18 blankets. I've made two dinners. Yeah. I wrote a thesis paper. What am I going to do? Yeah. Oh, masturbate. Well, well, that yeah, yeah, there's that too. But, you know, also, if you've been in a relationship for a long, long time and then, you know, you're partner wants to get a little busy and then have you ever been in the situation not you maybe a friend of yours where you they they take off their clothes or they want to do it and you're like that again yes oh honey especially after a very long time and it's like look not that i don't love it but let's do something different let's do something different let's switch it up let's act switch like you're a stranger well, and i don't know you ex- oh i like, like using that. your left hand oh, okay <laughs> Well, that's where Adam and Eve comes in because they are your one-stop shopping location for all the toys and adult movies and lubricants and everything you can imagine, plus a few things that we can't even mention on our podcast. Correct. And we have an offer that you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you're going to get 50% off. 50% to, off? I said 50%. Ooh, girl. And that's not all. Oh, no. When mm. you select your one item at 50% off, you're also going to get a free mystery gift so sensual we can't even mention it on the podcast and to top it all off yes I know there's some tops out there like me (laughs) they'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order and no child we are not kidding it is brilliant. Use that offer code RU. Go to Adam and Eve. Did I say Abba? Abba Eve. Abba Eve. <laughs> Go to adamandeve.com. Use that offer code RU, child. Yes, get 50% off one item when you type in the offer code RU. Um, and that's, of course, at checkout. That's adamandeve.com. Offer code what? RU. That's what's up. We've got Adam Lambert. We are back from our break. We were talking about clothes. I think the, actually the first time I spied on you, uh, it's all coming out now. Um, <laughs> I saw you at um, uh, with the store up the street for men's, oh, H. Lorenz. H. Oh, yeah. Lorenz. Yeah. And those are some hefty prices up in there. Yes. And, uh, you know, you're making money. You're a star. Um, has, your, has your spending habits changed over the years in terms of clothes. Because this is the thing. This is the thing, Alan. This is the thing. You know what? Zara and those people rip off the top designers. That's true. You see that stuff there, and you only have to wear it once. It's true. You know? So tell me about your spending habits. They're out of control. Are they? Do you have an a, it's account worse, says, I think. Oh, dear. I do have a business manager, and he's really good, and he works with a lot of good people. And I told him, I said, look, 
if it ever gets to the point where you guys are like, he's getting crazy and there's like red flags as yeah. far as the amount, please just give me a call. Yeah, no, no, no. But see, yeah, th- well, they should do that. But you that's you already really, when you're too far gone. You're too far gone. And you yeah. have to do that yourself. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's it's getting a little getting it's it is my gambling addiction uh-huh. is, is, is online shopping and, mm. and shopping oh, in stores. It's Ooh. too easy. It's too easy now. online. It's so easy. So I know you bought a house. Do you have storage there or do you have a separate storage? I space? do. And I, I actually like just did a big like cull of all the crap that I didn't need. Yeah, and what do you do? And I'm so, I'm so ghetto that I went down to Wasteland on Melrose and sold my clothes. Good. That's not good. ghetto. That's, no, that's being you should do. smart. Well, I mean, I had some friend of mine that went. You didn't donate them, right? And, like, oh no. Said, I mean, oh, I'm like, no. listen, I spent a lot of money on these. Yes, yeah. Like, a chip back of it. You well, know? you're yeah. only gonna get a shit little. A little, no. but it was not, like I sold a, a, two suitcases of clothes and made two grand. I was like, great. oh wow, that's great, great, that's great. Uh, buy another jacket with that. Yeah. Sure, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's what you need. Exactly. The jacket collection is just not. Not big enough. I love jackets with shoulders. I love uh, jacket. Does. Yeah. Oh, it's, you're wearing a gorgeous jacket Thank from you. the uh, Tiffany uh, Debbie Gibson collection. Thank you. <laughs> that is really beautiful. Well, I looked at it before I bought it, and I said, "Well, listen, it's an acid wash, bedazzled number. Bedazzled. Is it vintage or is it made to look? No, it's vintage. made to look vintage. I like it. And I thought I could do this. I talked to the sales guy. I go, it was at Urban Outfitters, and I said I could go to like one of the recycle stores, yeah. get a thing, and rhinestone it, and I go. I'm no. Do you gonna, remember having? Uh, did you used to have one of those? The yes, punch, I did. The yes. punch, the dazzler, the dazzler. Yeah. Harder to put the friggin' thing in there than it was to do the pull. Pl- right. So with my nails, I was like, let me just buy it. It was just yeah. easier. Isn't it cute? It is good. It's adorable. Really cute. Yes. It's so adorable. Thank you. So now, and now explain yeah. to everybody what you're wearing. You're wearing a pair of <laughs> pants that are sort of um, shredded at the knee and the thigh. Yeah, they're like a stretch black denim. Yeah. With, like you know, they're all ripped. We up. love a stretch black denim. I love stretch. Yes. Let me do my things in them. Yeah. And then I got fringe all down the side. I did like you a put cowboy. the fringe on yourself? No, I did not. No, they, not, they came like this. Oh, they you came bought like that. Yeah. If they're not cowboy. They're like um, uh, uh, Native American fringe yeah. that goes down the side. But cowboys have that too. Yes, cowboys yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's yeah. not culturally appropriating. Yeah. He's being very <laughs> oh, rock God. and roll. Yeah. Le- should we talk about cultural appropriation? I mean, uh, don't I have even feelings. start. Yes. Uh, but yes. now, so I saw you at H. Lorenz. Do you still um, inhabit their... Because their, that's... It's all upscale men's... No, it's... They have suits but it's more LA style European funky rock and roll. So it was like untitled stores. kind of was in New York City. Yeah, it was like in t- untitled okay, in New it. York. They yeah. have two though. They have the one up here on Sunset, on Sunset. Plaza which is very like a lot of like weird like Asian designers. Yes, like, very like architectural. Rick, Rick Owen yeah, kind of style. I don't style. love that one. Yeah. I like the one HLNR which is down, down on Robertson. On Robertson, it's a little yeah. funkier, a little more like Lamrock. But you oh, have to agree star. that the, the prices, and I shop everywhere, oh, it's but ridiculous. the prices, even for just on a world level, they're really too expensive. Are they? Yeah, yeah really? they are. Give me an example. Oh. It, it's What's bad is that it doesn't, now that I'm so used to doing it, I can like just kind of look at a price tag and go, well, that's about how much things yeah. cost, and go, Good. but it's it's bad. Well, You're talking like three grand for a pair of well, jeans. Well, but see, we, we don't want to, don't say it out loud, don't say it out loud, because the audience will hold it against him, you know? <laughs> No, no, it's but what you're thinking, what thinking. but okay. more, okay. yeah. But we don't want to say oh, that I see loud what you're saying. Okay. because we I do it all for them. You do it yeah. for the I audience. I do it for you them. Have to. I do. It's you make such sacrifices <laughs> for your fans. My life is so but, hard. But to it's defend terrible. that point, he works fucking hard. Yeah, but why shouldn't he be allowed? You're to You're absolutely that? right. Well, but, and that's what but, it comes from. Is like I remember I lived in L.A. For, during my twenties. Mm-hmm. So I was 27 when Idol happened. So up yeah. until 27, I was a poor, struggling little. Starting artist. Yeah, yeah, starting artist in a studio apartment down on Melrose, mm-hmm. like coming up with my own costumes, you know, going to clubs, wearing weird stuff, and dreaming about wearing designer clothes and mm-hmm. dreaming about what I saw uh, on the Galliano menswear mm-hmm. show and dreaming of that and never thinking that I was going to be able to be that mm-hmm. or have the means to express that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when I made the money, I'm like, well, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. I, want, I love clothing. I yeah. love crazy clothing. I want it. You're absolutely fun. right. Yeah. It is. It is my version of play. The right. He has yeah. earned the right. But I know what you're saying. But you, but most um, people who are not in show business <laughs> do not understand that. Like I want to ask you this: You became famous uh, really relatively quickly, and um, what about the friends you had before? How have you negotiated those relationships to where they don't feel left behind, or jealous, or bitter, or? You know, I've actually had a really good run with that. I maybe one or two friendships sort of fell by the wayside, but they were probably a little crazy to begin with. 
most of my dear friends are still my dear friends. I mean, I'm that's very that's fortunate. True. Yeah, I'm fortunate yeah. that way. And and a lot of them are in the entertainment industry, so they they get it. Mm-hmm. You still have San Diego friends? I didn't really have San Diego friends ever, really. I mm-hmm. mean, I moved out of there when I was like right after high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you go to college? No. What high school did you go to? Uh, Mount Carmel High School in San Diego. So and so, and you said Rancho Penasquitas. Yes, skin your penis. Skin your penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually enrolled in college uh-huh. uh, in Fullerton, Orange County. Uh, that was a that's a halfway house, isn't it? Though, <laughs> is it is it Fullerton? There's a prison there? facility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's not a, yeah. That's not a college. Is it a community college? <laughs> no, it was a Cal State. Cal State oh, okay. Fullerton. Uh-huh. Oh, right, right. Yeah, because they had an MFA musical theater program, and I wanted to study musical theater. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Don't get this one started oh, on musical I theater. That's my thing. That's what I did. Trust me, we know. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so, so what are your, what's your favorite music theater song? Because she's openly mm. out. Now I'm openly the out as a music theater, theater queen now. Yeah. I wasn't before. I would never admit it she before. She always has been, but she wouldn't admit <laughs> it. But I wouldn't admit it in public. Yeah. Well, I liked those, like, Rock musicals, like I'm dying still to do Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh wow, oh. Judas! I want to play Judas. Uh-huh. I want to play Judas so at bad. the Thousand Oaks Civic Center. Which oh, how was, was it? Um, marginal. Okay. Yeah. Oh, at the Thousand Oaks Civic, Civic Center. Center. I, I did know. a show there once. I love to support yeah. local theater. I yeah. go to as much as I can, good and bad. Yeah. Uh, the local college at Moore Park College did Hair recently. Went to see I that. Love hair. Colleges love to put hair on, uh-huh. even though all the wrong people are playing all the wrong parts. <laughs> but Judas is an, It's my husband's favorite musical. Bless my husband. So good. Not gay. Um, sits down. We finally get Apple TV. The first thing he buys is Jesus Christ Superstar. I'm like, we have it on Laserdisc. Uh-huh. We have it on DVD. I gotta uh-huh. get it on my Apple. He uh-huh. buys it on his own. But I wouldn't. TV. I wouldn't consider JC Superstar as like a quintessential like gay card musical. Mm-hmm. No, not it's at sort all. Sort of the other. But you say musical, category. you think homosexual. It just mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. when you put them in the category of like you know Hello Dolly and like, right. you know the the show tune. Which I love. I've done them. You know, yeah. I've done those shows. You've so. done all those shows. I've done a lot of them. Wow. You started at 10. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah. what's your favorite non-rock uh, operetta? Like gay card show? Okay. Uh, I mean, Hello, Dolly is kind of fabulous. It is. It's good. It's Vehicle not one of my favorites, her. but Bet's doing it now. So. Uh-huh. Um, I was really into Sunset Boulevard when, oh. I was like, when I was like 12, I guess it was out. 90. 90- it's back. With yeah, I know. Clothes, I, yeah. I saw it. I saw it in New York. Um. I, I used to do sheet drag in my my bedroom. Sheet, oh, with a towel on your head? I had, my sheets were leopard print. Oh, oh of course. Of course. It was a snow different. leopard from Bed Bath & Beyond. Okay. And I would take that snow leopard. It was a great pattern. Yeah, uh-huh. And it made a great turban. Was it Ralph turban. Lauren? Ooh. It made a great, uh, like, strapless Band gown. Jones. Oh, so yes. you're like little Edie from uh, Grey Garden. Basically, yes. yeah. 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 Without the alopecia. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And so you were doing shows and pulling stunts. I had, I had mirrored closet doors, you know. <laughs> I was... And one time a friend came over and I was in the midst of it. I Uh-oh. was like, with one. Like, and I was singing it. It's so dramatic. I think I had Waiting done my face. Camera. I did yeah. the makeup. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And she was like, wow. And I'm like, yeah. oh. And I was yeah. so embarrassed. It was my girlfriend from up the street. And I was like. Oh, everyone's a critic. Yeah. Everyone's a and critic. And we're still friends to this day, that girl. She, yeah. Her name's Danielle. She lived right around the corner from me since yeah. I was nine, ten. No, it's, and we it, still do. You'll always have Norma Desmond. Yeah, we will. Yeah. I always wonder about you know if you know, you know looking back at your childhood and and if you were a parent you you had you you wound up with this gorgeous child with this huge voice and and snow leopard sheets just putting on <laughs> pulling stunts and epic costumes and your what do you what do you what do you tell that kid what how do you how would you handle your child? You know, it's weird. I have a couple stories. Like I, apparently, when I was about four. I had like my, my my first little like gender identity questioning moment, mm-hmm. which I think is so natural. Oh, absolutely. And I remember, and my mom told me this story recently that I was like, "Mom, when I grow up, I want to be a woman." Uh huh. And my dad was in the car too. My dad, my dad's very progressive. Uh huh. He turns around, and he goes, "Well, you can be whatever you want to be." Uh huh. And my mom goes, "Eber, stop that, <laughs> honey. You're a boy. You're gonna be a boy. But why?" And she was like, "Uh, uh." And my dad said, "Honestly." You can be whatever you want to be. And they just left it at that, which was mm-hmm. like so sweet. sweet. And I look at it now and I'm like, wow, that's very cool that they were that like yes. ahead of the, the game. Yeah, and I understand yes. your mother because there is no answer for that. Yeah. There is just What no. do you say? My daughters often dumbfound me and I am yeah. not usually at a loss for words. <laughs> but when they say, and I talk to you about this, yeah. when they say she th- say, says things, I literally go, I have no answer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's because okay. you're right. Because you're right. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And they're great. They're great that way. They've always been very accepting. They've always 
you know, I think my I had my own trip with coming out and being in the closet, but it's like they all knew. Yeah. I was playing Norma mm-hmm. Desmond in my bedroom, right. for God's yeah. sakes, you know. Yeah. But I was shoes. going like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. When can I talk about it? And my mom actually outed me mm-hmm. when I was eighteen. I had just left the the house, um, and we were. She outed you to who? Your herself? And she asked me. She finally just asked me mm-hmm. instead of me coming to her. She was like, "So what's the deal?" Mm-hmm. She's like, "Do you have a girlfriend?" And I was like, "No." She's like, "Do you want one?" I'm like, "No." Mm-hmm. She's like, do you have a boyfriend? I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, you do you know that? anybody? And I was like, go, 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 go. She's like, do you want one? I said, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bisexual. <laughs> I, did, I never claimed bisexual. No, you uh-huh. just went right to gay. Yeah, yeah. right in there. Right in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. It would have been f- more fun if you had broken out in uh, Judas's song from <laughs> JC Superstar. What is Judas's song from JC Superstar? Well, there's a uh, superstar, the main one. Uh, Called Superstar. Who sings Turn Back Heaven on Their man. Minds. Oh, that's Godspell. My mind is clearer now. You know that one? Uh-uh. That's sing it. All too well. You're not going to make me sing right no. now. No. Yeah. I can see where we all soon will be that's... if you strip away. That's I love that song. Oh, my God. That's it's good. Myth. Oh. It's Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yes, when he was cool. Uh-oh. Yeah. I was going to say, I think probably some of his, if not his finest work. His early stuff was cool. Amazing. We're still talking about JC Superstar? Yeah, Superstar. Yeah. Okay. Avita right. is really cool. Which That's one? A, Avita. That's a great well, score. You, you, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You know how I feel about Avita. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Yes, the yes, early yes. stuff, I agree. Yes. Um, I even like Starlight Express. Don't kill me. Don't show me. Don't, Uh-oh. No. We it's, can change the subject it's now. All, <laughs> it's all coming out now. Have you been asked to do... Um, aren't you doing something at NBC? Um, are you doing... Oh, Bye Bye Birdie? Are you in Bye Bye Birdie? No, no. he did Grease. I did. No, I did um, Rocky one? Horror. Rocky Thank Horror. You. That's I did, right. I did the meatloaf part in Rocky right. Horror. Right. right. And by the way... It was so fun. You were the reason to watch. Oh, that's sweet. Don't you were amazing. I was really excited with that cast, like being on set with them and talking to them and meeting them and meeting Laverne for the first time, who I, I think is phenomenal. I, I had a, the, the company that they assembled for that was really cool. And so I'm sure you've been asked to do other shows. Um, Some New York stuff through the years they've asked. It just never just feels a, like the right time or the right show. And it, you know what? It's so much work. You've got to absolutely love it to do it. Just I know it's going to happen well, at some point. That, it yeah. just has to be the right thing. What do you think would the right thing be? Um, I'm thinking, it's not going to be replacing Constantine Marullis in Rock of Ages. <laughs> I'm thinking oh, Jesus boy. Christ Superstar are restaging. Because yeah, it, but the problem is, is, is big that all the productions they do now are like kind of whack. And so. Tim Neely, is that his name? Yeah, Tim, Tim, he's still doing it. And he's right. he was dope. Oh, he's the guy Jim from the movie Neely or Tim Neely? Ted Neely. Ted, Ted, Ted Neely. Ted Neely. Yeah. He's still <clears throat> doing it. Yeah. Right. Right. And Jesus. And remember Carl Anderson from the movie? Unbelievable. Everybody. And, and Yvonne Elliman. Unbelievable. Elliman was, uh, was the, I don't yeah. know how. Yeah. 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 I saw Carl Anderson do it uh, in Orange County right before he died. He played the part again. Uh. Really? Yeah. And he was. Um, I wonder if you could do Boy from Oz. Is that something? Mm-hmm. I don't know that one. I don't know well. it either. You jack- I have it I on my. That's my kind of part. Uh. It's great music though. Yeah. Yeah. It really is some good music. It's very like song and dance man, right? It is. Right. Sort of, I don't know if that's me. But isn't it about uh. Peter Allen? Isn't that? Yeah. 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 Um, they asked me to do Hedwig too. Oh, right. Of, of course. course they did. Yeah. Which was very flattering. Yeah. But, but I also was like, wait. Four guys have done it. I want to. I want to open my own show. Girl, right. Me too. I'm so <laughs> right. with you. You know, that. but also for the you know, you want to be the, the voice creation of, of something. You yes, know, that's one of the reasons why I got out of theater and into recorded music because mm-hmm. I thought I don't want to just go where they tell me to go and stand where they tell me to stand and do it like the last guy. Mm-hmm. I got really burnt out on that. Mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of that in Wicked. You need a really creative. Oh, oh right, yeah. Right. You you did. Uh, was it that regional? I did the the first national and then the L A. Yeah. LA production. So I did oh it for God. over five years. I was in Wicked. Well, the, the good thing about you, you've got the talent, you've got the looks, you've got the excitement, and you've got the star quality. Kiddo, you're going to be working for the rest of your life. Aww. All you have to do is is make sure you, you're the base, the, your foundation at home and in your heart and your balance is uh, is taken care of. And you've yeah. got it made. I can't wait to see you in something on Broadway. Me too. And I would love to see you as Judas. I'm telling you, there <laughs> needs to be a really good restaging of that from a director that does have a vision. they got to redo it as a film, I think. You'd be as incredible a film for that and too. And make it contemporary. Would but be who would play Jesus? Oh, uh, Jesus. Jesus. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also Judas, Jesus. I would play him with a slight. I mean, I think he's in love with the guy. Of course. Of course. Total love triangle. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. And it would have that undercurrent. Which oh, that's brilliant. Well, that would yeah. naturally come from you, wouldn't it, Adam? It probably would. Yes. Uh, uh, depending on who Jesus was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know, that's the that's the big. What you just said is so that resonated 
a lot because for up until like a year or two ago, I was still in fear of this whole thing. All of a sudden, it's like I got this spike of everything that happened after Idol and, you know, my name was recognizable and I was on a magazines and this and that and I had an album and I was like, oh, my God, it's all happening. This is so fleeting. I know it. And it scares the hell out of me. And I know that all the people that have been on Idol, there's been only a couple that have stuck. This could all fall out from under me any minute. And then what am I? Mm-hmm. Who am I? And then what do I do with myself? Mm-hmm. And I was scared. And it made me make certain decisions that I, I probably would have reconsidered. And now, I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden I was like, I realized that. I'm like, you know what? You're always going to be able to work. Right. Why are you so scared? Even mm-hmm. if it did, you'd be fine. Yep. Yeah. And, and and this whole seven years thing is big, too, because up until 27, I was sort of scared to put myself out there and go for it. And then I had a big moment where I realized that I was it was fear that was in my way. Mm-hmm. I somehow got rid of the fear. LSD helped. Mm-hmm. And I went for it. And I put myself into all these opportunities. And then Idol happened. Mm-hmm. So seven years later, I f- like I'm coming to a head with the fear again. And I feel like... Everyone goes through this. Yeah. It's the worst. It's poison. It's the worst thing for you. But that's the the, the, the death and then the rebirth. And that's what you're experiencing right now. I think now. so. Absolutely. You, no question. You're fine. You are absolutely fine. <gasps> yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> I think the moral of this day, because we filmed uh, and taped a few podcasts today, is that I am going to start hallucinogenic drugs. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, clearly. I, I think that'll unstick me. I'm, Absol- not even, I'm not even kidding. Have you heard clearly. of microdosing? I've never done them. Microdosing? This is the new thing. Yeah. Just teach me. Yeah. Well, she's going to start with mushrooms. Yes. Yeah, so, microdosing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. So, yeah. Sure. Well, Adam, Cap thank you. day keeps the, the fear away. That's yeah, right. right. I'm in. That's right. Well, Adam, thank you so much thank for you. being here. You are yeah. so much fun, so talented. I'm so Thanks excited. For to, to watch your uh, your experience on this planet. You're blossoming, darling. It's so beautiful. Well, and kudos to you guys. The show, uh, obviously, you know, is like, I mean, it's changed drag. I mean, you've, you've revolutionized drag. You've, made, you've put it on the map in a way that, I mean, I have friends that have been drag queens for years, and it's like the game is entirely different right. because mm-hmm. of right. your show. Right. Well, we, the f- real truth is that we love drag, and <clears throat> we we want a platform for these girls. So um, I just we just just honored to be there. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. It's yeah. Be- I mean, you've given like it, it's a real job. It's an industry now that they it can really is make a live. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, so they're amazing. They yeah. are amazing. It's amazing. So congratulations to you. guys. Thank you. Yeah. Don't you mean congratulations? Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, Adam, thank for being you, with baby. us. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. It. And Michelle Visage, Miss Tiffany. Uh, Hi, I think we're uh, alone now. Yes. The cheekbones are jacket. popping. They, they are. are so popping. They are? The yes. cheekbones are like living Go right on. now. They yeah. are luminous, girl. <laughs> She's luminous. They make yeah. that noise. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you do very well. Thank you. Well, Gorgeous. darling, uh, until, until next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get an amen? If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen? And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Amen.